No one knows what the question is. <laughs> Take it. Now, did you introduce Kerry Baker? Because I can We're see going him to in get the video feed. Okay. Yes, yes. A good video, matter of fact, a great video feed down in Florida. Yuck. Gary, welcome aboard. It's good to have you here. Well, it's great to be here. And boy, have times changed in the last 20 years. Oh, when my. I, when we first got on, I had my flip phone and my personal digital assistant. And Oh, I yes. Thought, wow. Life couldn't get any better. <laughs> hey, and, you know, when you first started out, Gary, and this is a good, maybe this is one of the things we can start with, Anchor here, um, you were one of the uh, Internet-providing pioneers in this area, were you not? Yes, we, uh, we started online tech in my living room, and uh, that was the very first Internet uh, service company for business in Michigan. Wow. And uh, BizServe was, uh, I think, the service that I use. Am I right? Right. It was uh, one of our products. Okay. And uh, yeah. that's how you and I connected because I was having some challenges. <laughs> and uh, we got together on, uh, on the air on my show, which was a great weekend show on WJR in 1998. And... Uh, well, one well, thing actually, led to one. Pardon me. And, and and actually, that was in in ninety seven. That's right. right? That's and, right. Well, in ninety six, we got together first, and we started the show in in uh, ninety. Well, wow. we started in ninety seven. You're right, and then we started in ninety eight. We started the show. That's yeah, right. the official launch was the beginning of February nineteen ninety eight, and that's what we yeah. just celebrated uh, the beginning of this month as well, uh, live on WJR. But. Uh, you you were there for the the very unveiling of it. Go ahead. And it was ninety seven, actually. Now oh. that I think of it, oh. nineteen ninety seven. We could, we should not read. You know, it's, we're old guys, right? So we can't remember stuff. <laughs> that's one. That's one thing we shouldn't uh, not remember, right? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it was it was fun back then, and uh, even more fun today. I uh, you know I've been trying to come up with different slices of technology for the first segment here, and oh yeah, and. I have been watching iOS 11.2.6 mm-hmm. roll out this week. Uh, and I understand you download and install that. It just Yeah, uh, just today, as a matter of fact. Now, I was uh, saying to you offline that I had had some battery problems, and Cal, you can chime in on this. I'm hoping that it solves them, but I, was this the one that was to cure that character? Yeah, this this one was for curing that character problem, that Indian character that if you put it just the one in there, it would lock up your phone, that type of situation. That was the primary push for 11.2.6. Okay. So how about the battery? I seem to be having a lot of issues with my battery running down quickly. Well, the battery thing, if I'm not mistaken, they put out, uh, I think that's going to be in 11.3, which is the beta which is beta currently right now, and uh, then when right. it comes out, you'll be able to do your own adjustments for okay. your battery power. And there's a hand Can in the I rear. Can I just chime in for a second? Yes. You know, this, you know, Gary, hi, Gary. I just want to say hi. I didn't get a chance to say hello. You know, you know how I'm always ripping on Microsoft? Well, it's <laughs> Apple's turn. Oh, because yes. Because Apple has become the new Microsoft. Oh, yeah. iOS oh, 11 is us. such a wreck. It is so bug-ridden, it is so user-hostile, yeah. and full of ridiculous things that don't work right. How many updates is this since oh, iOS Lord. 11 rolled out Five. to fix things that should never have been broken? Yeah. That's all. Okay, well, I'm, I feel better can now. I get I a rant? Can I get a rant yeah. out there? <laughs> Slash rant. It's no, over. No, it's no, no, no. This would be where uh, Brian uh, Tong would be saying, yeah. bad apple. Bad apple. Yeah, for those of you who watch CNET, that's, <laughs> he is a great comment. He uh, says, bad apple. Because I, so it's, 11, it's been a bad year. Yeah, 11 just rolled out in December, and now, or 11.2, and uh, now we've got 11.2.6 rolling out. 
to fix the problems in five, it actually made them worse and caused more problems. Yeah. So if you thought your battery life was short before... <laughs> Never mind the whole slowdown thing. You oh, know, yeah. The, heavy, I know you guys heavy, probably talked about that, but... Yeah. yeah. You know, here's... Heavy a- battery drain, airplay issues, touch ID problems, abnormal oh. amounts of lag time. For the X, for the iPhone 10, yeah. incoming call delays, you sometimes you can't open your screen for about 10 seconds, so you can't even answer the phone. Ouch. There, it was supposed to... Um, so they did, here's, here's how they fixed the, the battery problem. You know the battery indicator? Yeah. Yeah, it's missing on half of the, the uh, phone. <laughs> uh, they turned it off. To you know, doesn't this so sound as like... Long as, you can't see, as long as you can't see that it's going down like crazy, then, you know... Yeah, you're, you're going to be better. Yeah. Yes, it, yeah. You're right. This is the Microsoft. Sounds like Microsoft. It's like Microsoft. Yeah. But, but here's the part that I'm really waiting for. Did you take your phone back in and go get an Android yet? <laughs> Did you go in and get your Android yet, Gary? No. no Gary. Hey, you know what? It's, well, that's it's because coming. we paid so much damn money for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but if you're getting it through a you know a provider, you can just trade it in. <laughs> well, hey, listen, on that rant, we got to take a quick break here. When we come back on the other side, we can continue this maybe. So glad to have you aboard the rant machine. <laughs> oh my goodness, Gary! You really, you really uncorked something there in this last segment. <laughs> well, normally, you know, my, my name is Gary Baker. Sometimes they call me Gary Bader because I date <laughs> Cal. But this time it was Rick Bright. Oh day. my, oh. yes, yes. And Cal is uh, uncharacteristically quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it has been, it has been a, a kind of a wreck of a year in some ways for uh, Apple, but they're focusing on their quality. Uh, they've got to. They've simply got to. Because the old mantra that it just works ain't necessarily so. Fake news. (laughs) You know, uh, chances are if if Steve was still alive, this whole thing wouldn't be happening. I agree. Are you sure? I agree. Oh, without a doubt. He wouldn't have allowed it. He he would have browbeat enough people that it it wouldn't have happened this way, Pet. It wouldn't have happened twice. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mean the product simply wouldn't have gotten out? I just think that you know he ran a tight ship, and oh, yeah. I think uh, yeah. without him there, and by all accounts he was a he was a nasty guy and not pleasant to be around, but but he got things done, got and him. I don't think they would have let this slide. Hey, we brought you in here for a happier note to talk yes. about gadgets yeah. and, and also to reflect on the past twenty years. You've been around, see a lot of gadgets, but you know what? We ought to let people who maybe uh, don't know you that well, Rick Broida. Talk about uh, the extent to which you are all over online right now. Not just as a cheapskate, but you're a special columnist for ZDNet, I saw the other day, for their finance to business. Well, I'm just kind of taking the cheapskate thing and extended it out to business. So, I, uh, yeah, I started writing a new uh, blog for ZDNet called the Business Bargain Hunter. And yeah, you can put yeah. that hyphen wherever you want. It could be Business Bargain Hunter or <laughs> Business Bargain Hunter. It works both ways. And uh, so that's just like more, you know, stuff for, for business users and yep. for SMB market and stuff like that. So, Gary, I hope you will subscribe to, to uh, the Business Bargain Hunter. <laughs> I am so in. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, you know, I dip my toes uh, wherever I wherever they will allow me. But, seriously, you you on a, a lot of other sites as well on a regular basis, too, aren't you, writing? Um, not Actually, not a ton. And, uh, oh, you know, okay. I do CNET and I do ZDNet and, like, a little bit for Computer World here That's and there. Computer World yeah, is the other place and, that I saw you, right? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's funny. You mentioned, you know, we're talking about the history. You know, when I started out 
as a freelance writer uh, in the late 90s, around the 2000s, everything, I had more writing work than I knew what to do with. I mean, I had to, I was turning down work. I couldn't handle the volume of it. Really? You probably also had more magazines and oh publications. Oh, my You like Byte, you had Computer World, you I had Mac World. I buried so many computer magazines. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I, I mean, seriously, I wrote for, for probably 10 to 12 magazines regularly at that time, and almost overnight, they just disappeared. Uh, wow. Around 2000, 2001, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, the bubble burst. And it was for someone like me, it was a wreck because all of yep. a sudden I went from having too much work to nowhere near enough. Yikes. And uh, it was only by kind of segueing into blogging that I managed to kind of survive it. So and you were in the first wave of, wave of blogging, huh? So do you, do you guys know Lifehacker? Uh, you know the site yes. Lifehacker? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was one of the first blogs to really hit it big as kind of a, a, a thing, you yeah. know? And so I actually wrote for Lifehacker for about six months and kind of cut my teeth there on the whole con- because it was such a different animal writing these little short things that would just kind of go below, you know disappear and then kind of disappear versus writing magazine articles which is just different animal and but it was a good learning experience but boy was it tough work yeah you <laughs> must have been little... busier heck because i remember every week i would get Macworld and pc magazine yep. Yep. and those suckers would be almost 100 pages now mind you most of it was advertising yes but it's still that was a lot of stuff to write on a regular basis oh, pc magazine used to be twice a month you know yes yeah. uh yeah. yeah and so yeah in in that respect, the industry has changed dramatically. The publishing side of it um, has gone almost entirely away from from paper and print oh, yeah. to everything being online, and uh, to its detriment, I think, because there's now so much, and there's just no barrier to entry that anybody yep. who wants to say anything, whether it's doing product reviews or news or fake news or whatever, uh, can have a voice, which is good, but it's also not good. Uh, you know, that's where we are. I, have you guys? Uh, the experience I'm having too is. I'm having a hard time. There's so much content out there. I try to squirrel it away to look at later on, and inevitably, I don't get a chance to. But what do you use to do that? Like how I do you, Evernote. You use Evernote. I use okay. I use Evernote. So I use something called Pocket. Uh, I've heard of it. Okay, yep. so Pocket is just like a little bookmarklet that you put in your browser, and it's like, oh, I want to read this Wired article. Or I want to read the CNET article. <laughs> yeah. But I don't have time later. One click, boom, then you open it up open up Pocket on your phone or your tablet, and it's there, it's all nicely formatted, yep. and it's just it's yep. click and done. I, so. I t- I'm finding I, I, don't have a, I don't have the time even to go back yeah. to them. I would tell you that the old school writers like Rick and some of the other ones out there, the quality of the writing has... Oh, has wow. gone away just like just like yeah. the quality of photographs gone away because yep. there's too much of it yeah. yep. and so folks don't really care about the quality they don't really get they don't I don't even think they get edited actually I mean uh, it's like here's your blog spot too. just <laughs> drop it out there yeah yeah when you're the writer editor publisher yeah you're right you're right yeah. you're right there's very little I wonder if the schools of journalism still have <laughs> people in the seats. <laughs> I, you know, I think they do. I just think that they're having to teach a, a very different very curriculum. Different kind of yeah, and they're trying to catch up with the advances that yeah. are happening so quickly. Yeah, I, and you know, it's great for ki- for college students, for for kids who are coming up and wanting to get involved in this because they can. You know, and again, the, the barriers are not there. Um, Gary, your kids, right? Are are they're they're in? What are they doing media wise? They're doing something. Uh, video. Video. It's all going yep. to video these yep. days. So, right. And I was going to ask you, what's the next five minutes bring? <laughs> <laughs> Good <laughs> question, huh? You know, and uh, they're looking at video more. They're creating video. Yep. Uh, and... Uh, it's remarkable that how good some of them are getting and how easy some of the video editing is getting. It's almost yes, like buying a drone true. today. 
when we first started flying drones, you had to fly them. Now you could throw them in the air and they hover until you get yeah. ready to move them. You <laughs> oh, know, now so you're talking about my thing. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> but but isn't it true that uh, the, the video editing has gotten so good? It kind of anticipates what you want. And you really have to kind of go in and manually do some of the, the editing. Otherwise, it edits for you. Yeah, no, this, uh, the the tools that are available now are remarkable. The cost is remarkable because yeah. a lot of times there is no cost. So anybody who wants to blog, who wants to podcast, who wants to do videos, any of that stuff can do it for, for cheap or free yep. and make a good product. Um, you look at what's happening in podcasting right now. Some of the podcasts that have come along from people who have really very little experience but have suddenly made names for themselves uh, doing some good work. And that's remarkable. I think example. that's wonderful. So um, there's a podcast now called Atlanta Monster, uh, which is about the Atlanta child killings of the of the 70s, which is terrible subject matter. It's oh. really deeply ooh, disturbing. Ooh, but, ooh. The, but there's this really fascinating, if you're into true crime, fascinating podcast. The guy who put it together, when you listen to him do his voiceover, he he's not good. I mean, he just he has a really bad voice for it. He just he doesn't yeah. structure it very well. But the material is good, and he's obviously done the work to yeah, okay. tell a very compelling yeah. story. Yeah. And are there any particular uh, podcasts that really you know hold your attention anymore? Uh, no, not at all. No, none. <laughs> not even ours. No. Well, except for that good Battlestar Galactica podcast. Yeah, you know, I did yeah. listen to a few of those episodes. Of course, you have to remember, Ed is too busy using YouTube. YouTube is where Ed lives, correct? No, I don't live on there, YouTube. Oh, sure. No, I do. I, you know, I, I use YouTube for instructional videos on, you know, how to drop a transmission, stuff like that, how to repair a dishwasher. Once again, when are you not you down just yeah, exactly. yeah. Carson, how about you? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I've, I've got, I'm just looking at the list on my phone. Uh, one of the things that's been really uh, on my mind is just becoming a better husband. And I found mm. five or six different podcasts on relationships and improving your marriage. Oh, cool. And, you know, I, I've got a real honey for a sweetheart, so i got to do everything <laughs> I can to keep her. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, I'm already a perfect husband, so I don't really no, uh, you're relate. Wrong. But, uh, yeah, there's so many Start great. a podcast. <laughs> so many great, <laughs> so many great podcasts. I tell you what, uh, we're coming up to a break in just a little bit. But on the other side of that, I want you to talk about some of the gadgets because you've covered gadgets now for a while. Long time. And I have a key question for you that I'm going to ask. And then I also want to find out, by the way, folks, we're not letting him get out of here without one of his incredible bargains. And uh, we'll get that before we uh, leave this hour. So please do stick around for that. Coming up on the Internet Advisor as we're uh, coasting here to this break. And on the other side of Rick Broida back again, we're going to be talking about some of the gadgets that he's covering and also some of the bargains that he's unearthed in his quest. Why we won't have a camera in the studio. <laughs> a wild conga line going on here all the way from Florida through Detroit. <laughs> hey, welcome back. Foster Brown, co-host of the program, along with Gary Baker and the rest of the crew here. Rick Bright is our guest, the cheapskate, but also, Rick, you were our gadget guy. And uh, through the times that we've had you on, I, that's why I wanted to have you in here. You have brought us some fascinating gadgets. I'll never forget that little drone that you unleashed <laughs> in the studio. Uh, we we, we um, took a video of it and posted that, and all sorts of people have loved watching that. That, that was such a hoot. So 
Uh, here's my question for you before we get to talk about the, uh, the gadgets you got now. In the last 20 years, what do you think was the single most significant um, invention, device, system, you name it, that has happened? If you've got more than one, fire away. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's a couple of obvious choices. One is, of course, the Internet. Uh, internet has well, literally transformed. Let's do that as okay. a given. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a given. given. Okay. So, um, so I want to say... It's the iPhone uh, because uh-huh. it was really the, the the phone that made smart the smartphone industry as we know it today. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go back before that, and I'm gonna say it was the Palm Pilot because the Palm Pilot did give us the iPhone. Uh, I, I believe that. And um, just as long as we're talking history here, when the Palm Pilot made its debut in 1996, uh, about uh, this is a little little known history about about Rick the Cheapskate Broida. Um, <laughs> about uh, eight months after it came out, uh, I started a magazine uh, for Palm Pilot users, uh, oh. which was called Tap, because uh, you know you tapped sure, on the screen, sure, sure, sure. and it later became uh, something called Handheld Computing, and it was you know it's an actual honest to goodness real magazine. Oh, cool. Um, and so I was, you know, of course I was very vested in Palm and I was very excited to see how the product was going to evolve and eventually Microsoft got on the game and ruined it with the Pocket PC. Oh. Uh, and then it kind of seemed like the whole PDA thing was stagnating and smartphones yeah. were just sort of starting to come into play. Well, it but, got replaced by the BlackBerry and people didn't want to carry two devices. That is true. BlackBerry came in and had a, a lot of success for a little while. and But then when Apple got into the game... Uh, everything changed. Everything yeah. changed. Uh, I, I, how many of you carried a trio? How many of you had a trio? For a little while. You had a trio for a little while. Oh, yeah. I had I had, had spring, I had handspring visor, which was the oh, palm. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I think all of us. Did you, did you cast it? No, I just uh, went from the palm to the to the Blackberry. Oh, ah, okay, to the Blackberry. I, I was, and I see most of us in here, the same thing graduated eventually to the trio which had that wonderful little keyboard on it and you also had a screen that you could touch as well it was yeah. incredible oh yeah that was palm pilot became so what phone. was it that the iphone did that made this incredible sea change well it was i mean for the design of it you know it was it was all screen um it was no keyboard which was of course a, a huge deal and everybody thought oh i you know i can't use an on-screen keyboard mm-hmm. i can't i won't and every, now we all do <laughs> I will not, I will not. Right. and then the apps the apps you know which again yeah. this was something that palm had pioneered with its um what were they called um no widgets uh web clips or something like that something like that, yeah. something like that. um and you know and then App- Apple came along with it the, with their apps, and then the App Store, and the floodgates just. Yeah, just blew. I, I think the other thing to add on to what Rick is saying that Apple did is that it, they took three of the most popular tools and joined them into one. They put the uh, iPods, which were for music entertainment. They put the cell phone, and they gave you the ability to use the internet all in one. Piece. And that was a huge That's exactly what I was going to say. When they combined uh, all the uh, pod, the MP3 players, you know, with the iTunes store and they included it in a cell phone, that, that was the breaker right there. That's Yeah. Yeah. Cash, we got. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think it was iOS version three. You had to go to one and two that did not have the apps in the app store. And that's when it really took off, was when they opened it up to the third party players. Gary, yeah. I was looking for your opinion here. Yeah, you know, it, um, I went right to the BlackBerry as well, and as soon as I could get off of the BlackBerry, I did. Uh, and, uh, you know, I waited until 3 uh, in iOS 3 because that's when 
you know, it started to become secure. Micro, uh, Apple did not have a secure phone until then. Mm. And uh, so that was, uh, you know, that was a big deal. And as soon as it became secure, then that it was make, made it easy. And, and it's a great phone. And to yeah. Cal's point, even though I complain about it, and I, <laughs> I, I don't actually complain. I watch. I'm still back on uh, 11.2.1. And uh, you installed 11.2.6. Yeah. I refuse to go up because the problems that 5 created and then 6, um, you know, they, they were fixed some and created some others. Yeah. I just want to wait till it settles down. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and that was the nice thing about the BlackBerry. It didn't come out with very many new features. Once you had one, you had one. But it was stable. And I think that's why the business... Uh, environment, you know, all the business users yep. got on the BlackBerry. And they hung on time. to it. They hung on to it for yeah, a long time. For a long, too long, probably. I, I think that's the other reason why the demise of the BlackBerry, because they, yeah. stability comes with slow movement. Mm. And, that's true. And when you start that's moving true. fast, you get changes and you get innovation, but it comes at a price. Yep. Yep, it does. Rick, I want to make sure we talk about uh, some of the gadgets uh, that you have covered as well. Yeah. And uh, do you have some new ones now? Well, I have some new ones. I mean, you want to talk, you know, some past or present or... Can you stick around <laughs> for the second hour? Uh, I can stick around for a bit, yeah. For a bit? Uh, okay, you know, maybe I mean, we continue. But, but go ahead. Let's take... Because I want to give you plenty of time. Yeah, to well, so let's talk about something I haven't have actually written about yet. It's going to be... I'm going to be writing it this week. But you guys all see my, my Apple Watch here on my yep. wrist, right? Aha! It's not an Apple Watch. <gasps> no. Well, I knew that right off the bat. Well, looking you're at sitting it. close. You're sitting close. You can tell. I it, thought it was an Apple Watch. Well, it looks like one from from this angle. It's the same shape, uh, same size, roughly. And it does as the same Apple thing of turning the but face the on. crown's in the wrong place. Exactly. Oh, crown schmoun. Did you buy it? <laughs> Did you buy it from a guy who opened up his trunk and said, "Hey, buddy, come over here." <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple Chinese sites that work exactly <laughs> like that, actually. I bet they are. Yeah. Yeah, so this a, a few weeks ago, um, a couple of websites picked up on this story of this Apple Watch clone does everything for 80 bucks, does all the same things for 80 bucks. What? And, of course, I was intrigued uh, immediately because I am the cheapskate. And <laughs> so this watch is, is uh, called the Amaze Fit bip which just makes me giggle it's called the bip uh and it's from a chinese company called i can't even say it without butchering it i want to say like xiaomi xiaomi something like that um and anyway x-a-o-i-m-i-x-i-a-m-i yeah yeah xiaomi yeah okay well there you go uh Wow, sounds, I'm impressed. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> I can make it sound good. I don't know if it's you, right. You know, considering no one in this room speaks Chinese, you can have said chow mein and it would be right. just as right. <laughs> All right, you guys. So I went and I said, well, I got to check this out. If it's if yeah. it's supposedly as capable as an Apple Watch and looks like the Apple Watch, but it's only 80 bucks, I'm going to get one. I'm going to check it out. So I've been wearing it for two days now, and it's actually much closer to a Pebble. You guys remember the Pebble? Yeah, yeah quite yeah. well. Of blessed memory. Um, <laughs> just in terms of it's it's kind of plasticky looking, and the screen yeah. is not nearly as bright as an Apple Watch, but it is color. But it has a lot of the functions of the Apple Watch. It has wow. GPS. It has a heart rate monitor. It has you know different watch faces you can choose from. It does notifications. Um, you know it it ticks a lot of the big wow. boxes. Does it run the same applications that the iOS system? No, runs? it's not. It's it's agnostic that way. And again, it's like Pebble that way. And in fact, it doesn't do really apps at all, which I think are stupid on a watch. I don't need apps on a watch. I need it to keep track of my running, and I need it to give me notifications mm-hmm. and just all those other basic basic things that's for me sure so 
overall, I'm liking this a lot. And um, functionally, it does. Functionally, it does what I need it to do. Yeah. It's very light. Oh, I forgot the biggest thing of all. What's the so biggest the thing? Battery will last for up to forty-five days. No, oh, so yes. that's not Apple-like at all. No. <laughs> Instead of having to charge it every night, you can charge it once a month. Okay, big. That's a big deal. Wow. So it has one stupid, stupid flaw. Oh. So when you're, you notice I have an analog. Is your uh, hand turned across? No, my <laughs> and your wrist turns great. Um, you notice I have an analog watch face on here right now. Yeah. Um, if you have a digital watch face, it won't do 12-hour time. It will only show 24-hour time. Oh, really? And there's no <laughs> setting. There's no way to change it that I have found yet. So, like, the stupid thing they can fix very easily. <laughs> but at the moment, that's... And to be honest with you, the rest of the world, to a great extent, oh, yeah. runs on 24 hours. Absolutely, hour. they do. But um, Can you answer your phone on your watch? No, I can't answer my phone. I can't respond to text mm -hmm. messages or whatever. It's very basic in that way. Yep. But um, it's very rare that I do that anyway on the Apple Watch. Um, I do that a lot. Do I've you? learned to do that a lot. Yeah. So I does it pair with your phone at all? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Oh, no, okay. It definitely well. does. Pairs, okay. with, pairs with iOS or Android. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just it's a one-way thing. It sucks up info from... Well, no, excuse me. It does sync data back to the phone because it also tracks your steps and your heart rate gotcha. um, but it doesn't well, let you yeah. reply or make outgoing calls does that, it work with the uh uh eye health uh it does it okay. actually will link up with the uh, with the health app on the phone okay on the oh, wow. yeah that so is it's for 80 bucks and actually i'm going to be having a deal coming up soon that's less well even. i tell you what now you are going to have to wait for the second hour <laughs> all right well in the second hour we're going to do uh what we do call a tech round table and Rick uh, was going to kind of scoot out of here now. Uh-uh. He's going to stick around, and we're going to talk for a little while, at least, in that second hour uh, with him about uh, some more of the gadgets that he's found and also some bargains. Matter of fact, we'll see if we can sneak out of the hour, this hour, with one of those bargains. Coming up next, Mike Brennan and MI Tech News here on the Internet Advisor.